Hi, my name is Elise, and welcome to I Try Podcasting, the podcast where I try things and talk about them. And sometimes I just try forming full sentences because that can be hard. Hi, guys, and welcome back. Today we're going to be talking about kind of a controversial guy, Jake Paul. Some of you may have no idea who he is, and that's fine. I'm gonna we're gonna get into it today, and then you'll know all about him. You're gonna be a Jake Paul expert, and that's probably not something you want to be. But it's going to happen anyways because I had to do a bunch of research for this and now I know too much and I'm a bit angry about it. So now you have to as well because that's just how it works. I don't make the rules. Anyways, before we begin, I just want to disclaim that I am not actually trying to have any internet drama with Jake Paul despite what the title may say because quite frankly, he scares me and I don't think I can handle it. Like, did you see what he did to Cody Ko? I'm not trying to have anyone show up to my next haircut and call me a bully. It's just not going to happen. Also, my legal team advised against it. And speaking of my legal team, I'm going to (laughs) include a disclaimer here from them. They told me I needed to include it because they don't want me to get sued for defamation because they think that there is great possibility that Jake Paul and his legal team are going to come after me. We had a whole discussion about it. They think that it's really something that could happen and they're worried about it. So I have decided to let them include a disclaimer here for you today. So Jake Paul, if you're hearing this, please do not sue me for defamation or that would be sad. And also I have no money. So it's just a lose-lose for everyone involved. So that's why I'm including this fun disclaimer from my legal team. So enjoy. Legal Disclaimer. In order to protect herself, Elise needs to state a few things about this show, what it is and what it is not. This podcast is marketed as, and is in fact, one white suburban girl's opinion. This podcast is not and should not be viewed as a quote-unquote news source. While she always strives for accuracy, she can and will be wrong at times, as any honest human will have to admit to. That is all. Thank you for that. So we're back now. I want to dive into who Jake Paul is. So he was a Viner. He was on Vine. You know, we all know and love Vine. RIP, we miss it. But it did bring us some internet creators that we didn't really ask for. Jake Paul is one of them. So he was a Viner, him and his brother. I think they had separate accounts. But when Vine went under, he had 5.3 million followers and 2 billion views on the app. So he was really a big creator on there. Then he transitioned into YouTube and was making daily vlogs. And today he has 20.2 million subscribers. So we're talking about someone who had a lot of influence and most of their subscribers, I would say, are teenagers or younger children. I feel like his audience skews pretty young. So just keep that in mind for what I'm about to tell you later on in this podcast is that his audience skews young. And one of the reasons why his viewers skew so young is because he was actually on a Disney Channel show called Bizarre Bark. He was cast as a character named Dirk. Now, I know nothing about this show. I never watched it. It was past my time. I don't think it was like a Hannah Montana Lizzie McGuire type of caliber. I don't know if it had like really intense fans or anything, but it was a show on the Disney Channel that did exist. I think he was on it for maybe 
a season and a half, two seasons. So that is also why some of his audience skew so young because they would watch him on the Disney Channel and then they would subscribe to his YouTube channel and watch his daily vlogs. So in the midst of him being on this Disney Channel show, he launched Team 10. So Team 10, he says, is the first of its kind. It was like the first content house. I don't actually think that's true, but it was the one that got kind of the most attention in that time. It definitely was the precursor to things like the Hype House. Now, some of you have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm speaking a foreign language. And to you, I say, join the internet. Get hip. You know, download TikTok. So what I was saying is he launched Team 10. So it was this huge kind of mansion house and him and some other creators, his friends, lived in it. And they would create content together and it was called the Team 10 House. They were all part of Team 10. They had merch and they would make these vlogs and all this stuff. So the original Team 10 was Jake, his girlfriend at the time, Alyssa Violet, um, some other people that are irrelevant to the story. But Team 10 changed many times. There was many different versions of Team 10. People like left that house and joined that house. It was just a revolving door of these young kids who wanted to make internet videos and the majority of them did not leave on good terms i feel like it became a trend to make a video saying why you left team 10 and many of them had not great things to say and each of these videos became their own little scandal for jake paul because of what these past team 10 members would kind of expose or tell their audience of what what really went down and how they were mistreated and you can watch these videos up on youtube there's quite a few of them now that is just kind of the beginning of jake paul that's just a brief overview of who he is but now i thought it would be fun to rate his past scandals and i'm gonna start with the first one this is how i was first introduced to jake i didn't watch him on vine i guess his content didn't interest me then just like it doesn't interest me now but how I first heard of Jake was he kicked his girlfriend Alyssa Violet out of the Team 10 house where she was living and this was a huge scandal. He just kicked her out. He threw all of her stuff out apparently and was like, goodbye, you don't live here anymore, you're out of Team 10. And so she made a video about it. It was the first video of why I left Team 10 that I know of. And she accused him of cheating in this video. She said that he took 20% of everyone's earnings. Now, this makes sense at a content house. That typically is what happens. You kind of bring these, these creators in and then they don't pay rent most of the time. And then the creator of the house will take earnings. And a lot of the times it's like managers and stuff. It's pretty typical. And Alyssa also mentioned that there were strict curfews and house rules that Jake was kind of in charge of who could come and go uh, and leave the house and what they could do in the house. So this was very interesting. No one knew this. No one knew about, you know, what went down in the house and Alyssa really exposed it. So there was a lot of drama behind this and it was a pretty good scandal. I mean, at the time it was big news. Jake was still on Disney, so every news outlet was talking about it. This was kind of, I feel like, the beginning of the real downfall of Jake Paul. So I rate this scandal four to five, it's everyday bros. Now, my scale is it's everyday bros. And you're like, why? If you don't know Jake Paul, you might be confused. Well, Jake Paul then released a song after Alyssa released her video and stuff called It's Everyday Bro, where he drags Alyssa, essentially. 
him and his team 10 people made it and this song blew up it has over like 170 million views now it's something like the seventh most disliked youtube video of all time and i'm not gonna lie at the time i was obsessed with this video uh, not because I thought it was, like, amazing or anything, but because I thought it was so funny. Me and my roommates would sing the song and dance around to it because it was so funny. Like, it was just so bad, but also so good at the same time. I had not seen anything like it. This was in the height of when diss tracks were all the rage on YouTube. And he did. He dragged his ex, like, through the mud, and he had all of his friends join in and drag her, too. It was really something, and so this gets 5 out of 5 Everyday Bros, because it was so good, and I feel like it didn't really, like, bother anyone. It just, it was, it was a good, juicy internet scandal. It was funny. It wasn't too mean. It wasn't, it was kind of fun. And so that's why it gets 5 out of 5 Everyday Bros, because it was just, like, chef's kiss. It was so bad, it was good. And I think a lot of people will agree. And I think that's why it got over 100 million views. And they made a lot of money off of it. And so after this, I believe Alyssa made a video with a guy named Ricegum where they drag Jake as well. And then Jake and his brother, Logan Paul, got into some beef. And Alyssa joined Logan on his diss track. And they basically allude to the fact that Alyssa and Logan hooked up after Jake and her broke up and this was a slap in the face to Jake Paul. His own brother slept with his ex-girlfriend. <gasps> wow, the drama. So that also gets five out of five everyday bros. This was just peak 2017 internet drama. That video also got 100 million views. So in 2017, they were peak YouTube views, just crushing it. Jake's videos were all getting like over a million views logan paul's videos were getting you know over a million views and they were racking up the cash and at this time you know i didn't like jake paul but i didn't hate him i would just i just thought you know he was this kind of crazy ridiculous boy you know i wouldn't be friends with him ever i feel like he is someone who would bully me in high school i still think that but he was just kind of this crazy character and so it was fascinating so after all of this, or I guess in the midst of this, Jake Paul's neighbors complained about parties at the Team 10 house and threatened to file a class action lawsuit because Jake Paul was making their neighborhood miserable between him and his friends doing crazy stuff. They like burnt couches in the backyard and having tons of fans outside because they would leak their address. If you Google Team 10 house, the address would pop up. So at any time of the day, there was like a bunch of fans outside at all times waiting to get a glimpse of someone who lived there and the people who lived in the house would kind of feed on this they would go outside and meet the fans and do crazy stuff and they'd vlog them and so kids like many kids would show up and so I see how that would be really irritating for the neighbors for there always to be a swarm of kids like, outside your house so yeah the neighbors decided to complain and they threatened a class action lawsuit and so KTLA a news station from Los Angeles they went to the house to film a segment and Jake Paul was kind of acting kind of like aloof and arrogant and silly and then there's one point where people from Team 10 jump on the news van and are acting kind of crazy and so this got huge attention. Parents didn't love it. 
Disney did not love this. And it was, again, kind of a, a scandal. I give this like a, I don't know, three out of five everyday bros because it's rude to annoy your neighbors like this. And I don't think it was great behavior, but it wasn't awful behavior. Do you know what I'm saying? So I, I rate that three out of five it's everyday bros. But you know who, again, really didn't like this was Disney because very shortly after... Disney announced that Jake Paul would be leaving Bizarre Dwark, and this was halfway through the second season. Jake said it was mutual and that he wanted to focus on Team 10 and his other projects, but the rumor on the internet was that he was fired. It became a meme, and to me, this is funny. I'm going to give this four to five. It's everyday bros. The next scandal I'm going to talk about was a mini one. This happened again in 2017 in August. This is the first of many times that Jake has tried to be a hero in situations. So there was a hurricane in Houston, Hurricane Harvey, and it caused pretty bad flooding. And Jake Paul took it upon himself to go and help victims, which is nice. So he decided to fill up two U-Haul trucks full of water and bring them to Houston and donate them to the food bank, which he did. He did do that, but he calls for fans to come to this Walmart and bring their donations. But he didn't tell the Walmart that he was coming, according to the police. So he caused a bit of a riot outside of this Walmart. Thousands of kids showed up to this parking lot. And so the police were called in and they said it was a safety concern. And even in Jake's vlog of the situation, you can hear Jake yelling. He goes, you guys are acting like animals. We're not here for a meet and greet. We're here to get supplies to people in Hurricane Harvey. How are we going to help them if you guys are just bombarding and punching each other? So that just sets the scene of that situation and I think that Jake was trying to help but it was very poor planning on his part it definitely could have been better and so that was just the start of this journey so they go to Houston they donate the supplies that was very nice of them and you hear him in his vlog he goes we're gonna get them supplies we're gonna save their lives and we're gonna flip and vlog it all at the same time so his energy was just kind of in my opinion a bit off so in these videos you can see jake paul and his friends are like on sea-doos like riding around these houses and it is a very sad scene the houses are flooded you can see it's not great but they're just kind of skidooing around this town looking for people and i don't know i just feel like maybe that's dangerous because you're not necessarily qualified you're not a search and rescue team maybe you're making more work for other people like if something were to happen to you now the firefighters and stuff have to come in and rescue you rather than the people that were stuck in the first place i don't know like maybe he had good intentions but it just seemed a bit weird especially because he calls his parents in the vlog and he says this is seriously a dangerous mission time to say my goodbyes which I think is a bit tone deaf. Like, people were literally dying. And then you're kind of, like, joking about how you got to say goodbye to your parents. And then he tells his mom he's going to stop a hurricane. And I don't, it just feels like people... This was a serious tragedy for a lot of people. And you're kind of making, like, these weird jokes about it. So that's one thing. But he also, he did donate $15,000 to first responders. And he started to go fund me to help people who were affected... And according to Jake, it raised over a quarter million dollars. So, you know, you win some, you lose some. I give this three out of five. It's everyday bros because people accused him of using this tragic event for content. And whether that was true or not, he did end up 
helping people. So I'm going to give him a three to five. This is the first of many times where Jake plays this hero card where he inserts himself into these situations to help people and then kind of makes a mini scandal out of it. So that's why I'm mentioning it here. So we're going to jump. This all was all 2017. We're going to fast forward to 2020. And this is another situation he inserted himself into that went horribly wrong. This is... Uh, when I read this, I wasn't shocked. I was like, that sounds like Jake Paul. But I was very disappointed. It was... Uh, it's so sad. So Jake Paul went to Arizona. He lives in LA. He went to Arizona to attend a Black Lives Matter protest. And according to Jake Paul, he was tear gassed and him and his friends were kind of running away from the stuff that was happening, the protests. They were just tear gassed and they found themselves in the Arizona mall. And throughout the night, Jake Paul's own friends, like the people he's with there are insta-storying kind of what's going on in the mall. And you can see people looting a P.F. Chang's, people are stealing alcohol, people are throwing fireworks towards the mall entrance. And so Jake Paul's own team is recording them in a mall after hours while people are looting. Like, what? So then, of course, these video came, came out and Jake Paul was accused of looting during the protests. He put out a video and he said that he, nor he or anyone in this group engaged in any looting or vandalism and they had spent the day doing their part to peacefully protest one of the most horrific injustices our country has ever seen. And of course, they're talking about the death of George Floyd. So we said they had good intentions to be at the protest and they just kind of ended up at the wrong place at the wrong time and they wanted to document what was going on. So Jake was actually charged with criminal trespassing in an, an unlawful assembly from being in this protest and from those videos that emerged of him being in the mall and so he made this apology video and another weird thing that happened is he linked a fundraiser to the video so that it could raise funds for uh, different organizations to support the black lives matter movement but then it came out that he had taken credit for someone else's black lives matter fundraiser so he put a link to someone else's fundraiser and so the person who made it had already raised thirty two thousand dollars and a fan tweeted him and was like, wow, in like 20 minutes, you raised $32,000. And he said something like, can't do it without you guys, or it's all because of you guys, like taking kind of credit for this money that he didn't raise that was already attached to this fundraiser when he linked it to his video, which is just like, why? I just feel like everything he does is kind of like a misstep. I think he needs a better PR team or something, but I give this one out of five, it's everyday bros, because this just was not cool. Like this is serious. Nothing about this is fun or funny. It's awful and it's embarrassing and it shouldn't have happened. You shouldn't have been in the mall. Like, it just, it was messed up. It was really messed up. Now, we're going to fast forward to August of 2020. Jake Paul's house got raided by the FBI, <laughs> which is very serious, and several guns were taken from the property TMZ reported that the raids were connected with his arrest in Arizona during the protests. We haven't really heard anything else about these FBI raids. Jake says he can't talk about it. So yeah, the FBI raided his house. That's pretty serious. Again, I give this scandal two to five. It's everyday bros. Pretty bad that your house is getting raided by the FBI. Pretty nuts. Pretty nuts. And the guns were taken out. I don't know. Bizarro. And then, surprise, surprise. Jake Paul is coming under fire for throwing these massive parties 
during COVID. So he lives in this huge mansion in Calabasas. It's the new Team 10 house because he moved because the neighbors were complaining. So now he, it's kind of secluded. It's in Calabasas. And he was throwing these big parties and filming these music videos with, like, tons of people in his house. And he was actually condemned by the mayor of Calabasas and the mayor of Los Angeles. The mayor of Calabasas said it's a huge disregard for everything that everybody is trying to do to get things back to normal. Again, I give this two to five it's everyday bros it's disappointing i know a lot of people a lot of influencers are out here doing this that's why i didn't give it one out of five because it's not just him it's many people but it's still bad like you have a young audience and you're not being responsible you're just not the cases in la are horrific stay home stay within your bubble and stop throwing parties just be responsible and in response to this jake paul had the most jake paul response he could have he said I personally am not the type of person who's going to sit around and not live my life, which is just so ignorant and just lacks empathy, just completely lacks empathy. So one of the main reasons why I'm talking about Jake Paul is because he was a part of a pretty big boxing match uh, this past Saturday, November 28th, and he was doing quite a bit of press for it. And one of the articles that came out was pretty crazy so i thought we'd talk a little bit about that but first i'll go back and talk about this boxing match so i know absolutely nothing about boxing if you told me i'd be talking about boxing on my podcast i'd be like no i'm not because first of all i don't like violence watching people beat the crap out of each other really doesn't do anything for me it actually makes me very scared and i can't watch it i don't like it at all but I actually did watch a clip of it solely to talk about it during this podcast. So basically, Mike Tyson, I believe that's his name, is a big boxing guy. He was in the Hangover movies. He has like a tattoo on his face. And he was doing this pay-per-view boxing match. And Jake Paul was part of the undercard. So that's kind of like the beginning performers, I guess. They call it the undercard in the boxing world. I'm so into boxing that I know that. So Jake was fighting this NBA player called Nate Robinson. I know absolutely nothing about this man. I don't know what team he played for. I just know that he used to be a professional athlete. So it was kind of a big deal that Jake Paul, this little disney youtuber kid was gonna fight a professional athlete and jake paul actually knocked him out really punched him good and knocked nate robinson out and won the fight and that surprised a lot of people a lot of people didn't think he was going to but he did one positive thing i have to say about the kid is that i think he does work really hard i think he sets these goals and he really does achieve them he was training for a very long time he has done some other boxing matches he took this very seriously and he did win he knocked out a professional athlete that's something anyways i'm talking about this because in preparation for this fight jake went on and did a bunch of press to promote it so he was a part of this crazy article with a daily beat reporter and this reporter really came for jake paul he really did not want to have a light tell me about the fight conversation this reporter came in for the tea one of the main things to come out of this interview that was highly talked about was that Jake Paul said that COVID was a hoax. And if you really think about it, if you think back to his past actions, 
kind of checks out throwing these parties no one's wearing masks allegedly and so for him to say that COVID is a hoax is kind of on brand for Jake Paul I'm not surprised but it's so disappointing like I said he has a young following they're super impressionable and here he is being like ah COVID's a hoax like no people are really dying and in the same interview he says I don't want people to die but it is the process of life and shit happens so I don't know and he goes on to say that you should be careful if you're at risk or you're around someone at risk. Otherwise, if you're healthy, young and healthy, then life shouldn't be any different. After this interview came out, it got a lot of attention. A lot of people were angry and upset, rightfully so, with Jake Paul for coming out and saying that COVID is a hoax, especially because he has such a large following of young kids. Jake then did an interview with Verge, and he told the Verge reporter that the Daily Beast reporter took what he said about COVID being a hoax completely out of context. The interviewer then asked him if he aims to be controversial and he says that he's naturally polarizing but that he believes COVID is very very real and that it's killed many people even someone really close to him. Which is interesting because the Daily Beast reporter then came out and on his Twitter and tweeted audio of Jake Paul clearly saying that he thinks the disease is a hoax. So which one is it really? I don't know. He said both now. He said that it is serious and it's not a hoax and it's very real. And then in another interview, he said it's a hoax. So I think also his actions are also speaking louder than words here. His actions align with that he thinks COVID is a hoax more than he's taking it seriously. Because even after the fight, I'm sure everyone involved got tested and stuff, but they were there were these huge parties. No one at these parties were wearing masks. And it just, again, doesn't seem very responsible considering how bad the cases are in Los Angeles currently. Another thing that happened was he went on his brother's podcast. So his brother is Logan Paul. He has a podcast called Impulsive. And he went on this podcast, I guess they were talking about the fight and to promote it. And Jake Paul alluded to the fact that he voted for Trump, which again, kind of seems a bit on brand for Jake and also not that surprising but it also makes some of his past actions seem more suspicious like him going down to the Black Lives Matter protests. That doesn't really align with voting for Trump if you think that's such a great injustice why vote for someone who is really against the Black Lives Matter movement. If that matters to you then I don't understand I don't get how you could vote for Trump. And as well one of these other hero moments Jake Paul has had in the past that I haven't talked about yet was that he went down to Parkland, Florida after the school shooting at Stoneman Douglas High School and he decided to interview survivors and U.S. Senator Marco Rubio. Jake Paul said he vows to be, and I quote, part of the solution and utilize my platform to raise awareness for school shootings and he says he donated $25,000 to the cause and the video wasn't monetized, which is a good step. Uh, Again, a lot of people thought that He was using these political issues for views and for clout, and it was all performative activism. His solution for school shootings was that he wants students to carry around portable bulletproof glass in their bags. And again, in this video, he didn't mention anything about stricter gun laws, and he got quite a bit of flack for this, so he later tweeted out that gun reform is absolutely the most significant part of the overall conversation and so it's also interesting he would vote for trump a lot of his trump supporters are very pro guns and don't want stricter gun laws and also jake paul has a assault rifle tattooed on his thigh 
I don't know just his actions they it doesn't line up like it doesn't make sense to me and that's why it's hard for me to believe that he really wants to help like maybe he does I don't know Jake Paul I've never met him so it's hard to say but you can just see his actions they're not quite lining up like I I see I understand why people believe that he uses political issues for clout and for views because he, he does these things they're all full of these weird missteps it's, it's not adding up and then he goes and allegedly votes for Trump. So this I give a zero out of five. It's everyday bros. It's not cool. And that was the end of like the last draw for me. Like, dude, come on. Really? And it's part of this bigger conversation that I've always thought about. Why do we why do we as a society make all of these stupid people famous? And I think that it's how this podcast progressed. In the beginning, it's kind of, you know, lighthearted and funny and they're polarizing and you kind of make fun of them. You laugh a bit. It's good content, good drama. And at this stage, it's pretty easygoing, lighthearted. And then it just kind of fuels their fire. They see that controversy gets views. They like the attention. It's hard because I'm part of the problem, as you can hear in this podcast. I helped fuel him. I watched It's Everyday Bro. I talked about it and I'm talking about him now. I am also giving him attention. Even talking about it, I feel a bit weird about it. For those who don't know me, I'm not sure why or how you found this podcast if you don't, but I studied media and we talk a lot about theory. And so this is very interesting to me, why we as a society continue to make people who do bad, stupid things famous. Another thing that's fascinating about Jake Paul is that despite all of these scandals, he's still relevant he's still fairly popular he has still has 20 million subscribers and he's still making a lot of money jake said he made or he's going to make around 10 million dollars off of that fight so even though he's doing a lot of things wrong he's still doing something right something that's working for him so i thought it would be fun to share with you some of my most controversial opinions and see if it makes me a lot of money so first off i want to talk about peanut butter I think if you use peanut butter that has more than one ingredient, so if your peanut butter has anything other than just plain peanuts, if it has sugar, some sort of oils, I think it's disgusting and I think you're a criminal. There's no reason why your peanut butter should have other ingredients other than just plain peanuts. And this is a hill I will die on. Also, crunchy peanut butter is way better than smooth peanut butter. If you are eating smooth peanut butter with sugar in it, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. There's something wrong. There's something wrong and I don't like it. Stop doing that, okay? I'm telling you now, if you don't like the taste of just plain peanut butter with just peanuts, get used to it. Grow up, okay? Your taste buds will adjust and mature. Next, what's another controversial opinion I have? Oh, soup, way better eaten out of a mug than out of a bowl. Trust me, try it. Infinitely better eating soup out of a mug than out of a bowl. I will never eat soup out of a bowl again, unless I have to at a restaurant or something but if I'm at home it's going in a mug and buy a big mug okay I don't like these small chintzy mugs no you need a big mug okay I have one more and this one honestly might get me canceled but I'm going to say it anyways swings are not just for kids we should normalize swings being for adults I am tired of going to playgrounds and being judged by parents they look at me and they're like get off the swing it's my kid's turn no I got there first and I want to swing I want to feel the wind in my hair the breeze beneath my feet and I am there. I just want to swing back and forth. I want to be alone with my thoughts. I want to listen to some music and that's my happy place. 
If your kid wants to swing, try another park on, okay? Swings are for everyone, not just for kids. I have no problem being on that swing all day. It's my swing. Find another one. And don't judge me. I'm tired of the looks. I'm tired of it. I don't want to swing in peace. I just want to frolic. I want to feel the breeze. I want to feel like I'm flying. And if you haven't swinged or been on a swing recently, that makes sense. Neither have I because of COVID and I feel like parks are kind of a hot spot. But next time you get the chance, put some gloves on, hit the swings. It is so nice. It's so nice. It's so nostalgic. It's a great time. Highly recommend it. Hop on a swing. Conclusion. Eat your soup out of a mug. Only eat peanut butter with peanuts in it. And swings are for everyone. Now, if you happen to be a boy who's on Hinge right now, those are real controversial opinions. I don't want to hear about how you think pineapple on pizza is a controversial opinion. No. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Get a personality, buddy. No. I'm tired of seeing it. It's not a controversial opinion and you irritate me. Thank you. I will not be matching with you. Get some real opinions. <laughs> See, being an influencer would be hard because I'm sure I just canceled myself. Obviously, the FBI aren't showing up at my door, but I'm sure I, you know, deeply offended someone. <laughs> I think influencers are so fascinating. I think it would be so hard to be an influencer and I would hate to be one because especially the ones that started young, like Jake Paul was very young in his teens when he started this. And growing up in that environment, I think, is toxic. A lot of creators talk about how kind of unhappy they are and how bad their mental health is. And so it's hard to talk about them and their scandals and what you would do in their place because you obviously, you know, I've never been in their position. But I'm pretty confident that I would at least be a decent human being. I do think we need more wholesome influencers. So I think that's what we need to start doing. If you see an influencer and you like their values or unproblematic, we need to do more for them. We do. We just need to start championing and parading better people. Because I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the Jake Pauls. I'm tired of the Donald Trumps. I'm tired of it. We need some better people. And I love the drama, but it's, it's like fun drama. Not this. This isn't fun. It's just messed up. Let's do better. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. I'll see you guys next time. Peace. Before we go, I just want to say a quick thank you to Ixen Music for letting me use his beautiful song, Ocean. If you want to hear more from Ixen, you can find his music on SoundCloud at I-K-S-O-N or YouTube, Ixen Music, or on Instagram at I-K-S-O-N. Thanks, guys.